on this week's episode of Hanging with MNL. Let me cut you there. Anytime you hear Ati, let's nominate who is. Yes. Where do you find nominations? It's the line manager of this Where procurement person. Where do you find Who felt that they need cyber security training? Mm. Okay. Welcome to the Hanging with MNL podcast, where we discuss and debate all matters affecting people in their careers and the workplace. Our goal is to tackle the difficult issues affecting our communities in the career space and to guide people to their most happy place. There's a very controversial thing that happens at work called training. Uh-huh. And it is mad with a lot of issues i personally think workplace training <laughs> is that is very cool and important but you seem to think that it isn't why why do you think it's a hoax <laughs> to be honest me 80 percent of workplace training is a hoax there's a small 20 percent and even that 20 i've pushed i've really pushed it to 20 <laughs> we were probably more at 90 10. Uh -huh. so so the thing with it i find that it can be politicized quite a lot the training aspect <laughs> yeah, of yeah. it and you'll find it's not necessarily the person who needs the specific training that is going for this training uh -huh. but somebody who is buddy buddy with somebody in hr or buddy buddy up there especially with trainings that you're going out of the country or you're going here <laughs> to, do, to some lodge, you'll find a random procurement guy going for an IT cybersecurity training. And the IT guy is sat in his office pushing paper. So for me, I have certain challenges with things like that. <laughs> well, it, it's not a perfect world because there has to be some level of discrimination when it comes to distributing resources uh, me, like let me, money let me, let me cut anytime you hear ati let's nominate who is yes where do you find nominations what is, it's the line manager of this where procurement person do you find who felt that they need cyber security training hmm. okay that sounds where do you where do find they need nominations it, in politics people who campaign, campaign are nominated into positions when it comes to training it should be you need this to do your job uh -huh. another thing why i think training is a hoax is because me yeah, i know people who just sign up for trainings to get a break from <laughs> <laughs> they've exhausted them just it's usually they are a, tired it's a clamor it's a yeah and they're being given two days off and every day they get a free pen a paper and a notebook why not? Why not sign up for this training? There's, there, there are very many birds who have over time whispered to me how they just want to take a break. Yeah, yeah. Whatever is on offer, exactly. sign me up. And then sometimes we have organizations that uh -huh. put a number on, you need to have, sorry, like 50 training hours. Yes. And they don't say around wait, what wait, and, then, wait. and then for you if yeah. you don't have the 50 training hours, yeah. you fall be beyond underperforming. <laughs> Who came up with the 50? It has to start from somewhere. Where did the wait, 50 let come me from? defend let me defend uh -huh. the 50, 50 50 learning hours. They're called 50 learning hours. Who has decided? And the concept here is, is they don't exclusively have to be in a classroom training, okay? You can do it through online training. You know, online training is less political. But the whole point is you spread 
hours of learning across the year. You don't concentrate them on one month, but you spread them. How else are you going to become good at your job if you're not dedicating time? My question is, who decided 50 is the magic but number? But why not 50? Because you know what happens? <laughs> I will do. What will end up happening is most trainings have like a number attached to it. So I wouldn't pick a training that necessarily helps me do my job better or something I'm interested in. I'm like, this training gives me 30 points versus the one that helps me do my job gives me <laughs> two points. Guess the one that I will do. Okay, you brought in, wait, Lily, you brought in a different angle here. Training zone. Which is continuous professional development. And some professions really need it. Lawyers need it. HR people like us need it. And it helps you get better. I like what you're saying, though, that it has to be training that's directly going to impact how you perform. It's not training for training's sake. But surely training can't be a hoax. It's important. You have to do 15 learning hours the whole year. <laughs> you know, I... I think you should me, see I Lily's me, face. I think for me, Lily why I also flabbergasted. She is flabbergasted by the sound of 15 I, I don't hours. understand even how Mudoni you're so passionate about this, <laughs> but I think we'll tackle that as we move. I think also something that I struggle with is that usually when it comes to training, it's usually the first budget that gets cut. You know, we share that. We share you know, that from the pleasure. From the yeah. top. So here as HR, you know, <laughs> new new year new me we sit with people are like guys put together your performance development put what trainings you want la 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 <laughs> la 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 here is what we can do for you and then the time comes and we are just the budget is cut and then you're like okay since we can't and it's hr who's the bearer of the bad news and it's not us in hr who cut the training budget it's cut from above yeah yeah <laughs> But you have to bear the bad news and tell you. And I, I can speak That's, from experience. It has made me many times so unpopular because then I have to you, you manage expectations. You wanted all this beautiful training on data science and suddenly I can only spare 20,000 shillings. And da training data scientists is so expensive. <laughs> And that's the thing. That's the thing. It's not even that me many times I find you're not even really informed. Yeah. You know, you put these things on a paper. You're like, oh, you know what? I want a BMW. I want a Benz. I want a, a you know, all this all sort the of Rolls fancy. Royces of training. And then you just show up and there's like a Corolla there. And you want you, you, it wasn't even in your training plan. <laughs> but here oh, you yes, are. Yes. You're just like, because this is yes, what we can afford. That often happens. We are going to impact yes, this training on you. Yes, and I didn't yes, want yes. it. That, nothing's wrong with a Corolla. If, you, if you're out here driving a Corolla, <laughs> I even see mine here looking at me quite lavishly. Yeah, yeah. But that's not what I wanted. And you're bringing in a very important thing now. Um, and, and that's an important takeaway for our listeners. Is for training is meant to be an outside-in sort of thing. You have to look at what... The, if you're in sales, you know, like, what is the market looking for? Mm. Um, what are the customers interested in? Is it your products? Is it your, your business etiquette type things? Mm -hmm. And then base your training on that. Um, and let HR be in on it. If HR in wherever you are 
influences it. Mm -hmm. Let it just not be a mindless wish list. Mm -hmm. So you're desiring this co uh, BMW. Yeah. Oh, do you <laughs> do we need it? You know, us who are paying for this BMW, do we need it? Mm -hmm. We all we need is the Corolla mm -hmm. to take you from point A to B. And then maybe before I'll. Give it back to you and you can tell look me why, why you think trading is so fabulous. Because like I mentioned, there's a small bit of it. I think we'll touch upon it later. Yeah. Then there's the uh, very famous one, mm -hmm. the compliance training, where you're threatened with your job. If you don't take this training for risk and compliance, hey, you might as well just start signing up. But and you start no. getting, which is important. Yeah, there's, no. a, there's probably a reason yeah. why you're told to do that. And don't get me wrong. Some of these trainings, it's mandatory and I get why you should yeah. do it. But how it's impacted. So guess what? When I'm doing that training, my objective is completion. <laughs> Rather than you what saying... What if there's a test? Doesn't that get you to pay oh, more trust me, attention? If, if my job is on the line, <laughs> you will pass that test. You will pass that test. So maybe that's why some so people associate threats of job loss to, 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 to you finishing a course. So that's why I think I think also the way training is presented, it should mm -hmm. be like this is the value. Mm. These are the repercussions. Let's let's use like GDPR, for example. Like if if you breach GDPR rules, your organization can be fined a lot of money. Mm. And you could even end up, you know, shutting down whatnot. These are the things you should GDPR be saying. GDPR is associated to data protection, right? Yes, these for, are the things. For our listeners yes, who data, might not know. Data yeah. protection and yeah. some of how, okay. we know, what you can share, uh, how long you can store information Understood. for what yeah. um, purposes. We just don't want to lose our listeners there. Yeah, I think it's important that we just clarify that. So it's important. And there are reasons why we do it. But I think the way it's just put down our throats is like, do this or you'll be fired. And that's why mm. I wouldn't say it's a hoax, but when I'm do when people are doing these trainings, they are doing it with the fear of God in them, not with the willingness to understand <laughs> why we are doing this and the importance of doing it. So are we even taking anything out of it or we are just doing it so we don't get fired? So then we just tick a box, mm -hmm. go on holiday, yeah, uh, free food, free stationery. Yeah. Yeah. So what would it take for you to cross to the other side of thinking that workplace politics, oh, sorry, not politics. Why do we keep saying politics? Workplace training <laughs> is not a hoax. What needs to happen? It's just because we did a, a recent episode on politics. So I think that's, that's, ah, that's in your yes. head. But and, uh, and yes, for our listeners, please, we are on YouTube. We have a whole channel filled with amazing episodes about career development. So check us out on Mushauri Careers on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Okay, so it's training. All right. Why? What would it take? So now this? This, this brings me back to where we started when I told you there's a small 20% mm. and even that 20% is uh, pushed. Is the types of trainings that for me, I check, found very interesting and I really like are on tools and what do i mean by tools i mean like if if we introduce a new system and i'll be using that system on a daily basis and i need to know how to work it great if if you know um let's say i need to administer certain uh in in hr uh sometimes we do psychometric testing and you need to be certified uh, i find that to be useful because mm -hmm. it is relevant to my job and 
So for me, those are the types of training that I'm interested to learn because guess what? It makes my life easier. It makes my work easier. It is more the other ones that are usually shoved down our throat or some of the, the fluff, fluff ones that... Uh, have no association with what you're doing? No association or maybe I have less interest in. Um, so sometimes you'll be told, okay, there's this um, training on conflict management. Don't take me wrong. Conflict management is very important and very important in the workplace uh, per se. But I'll also be very frank and open and say like, also in your personal life, I've managed to manage my conflict in certain aspects. And so I've also managed to build these skills throughout my life in other avenues. And sitting down maybe in a classroom, having somebody send me, you know, 12 PowerPoints and stand up, do start jobs, do all these things. <laughs> it's also the way the training is administered yeah, yeah. that I think sometimes can also be an make issue. It a little, put but it, you put can you make off. it, yeah, interesting and you can put in life and real life examples because Conflict management is not only just at the workplace. Hell is fixated on this conflict management. I wonder where, who is this who forced you to do a conflict management course? Because it, it has left a lasting dent on your perception of training. No, no. <laughs> but, but really, but, but truly you're right. And I, I'm just looking at the time we have on the episode. And as we wrap up, um, I think another mm. way that... It can not be a hoax and cannot leave people feeling like it's 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 one of those tick box exercises is for um for, for training to be done in two different ways mm -hmm. like we have subject matter experts within the organization mm -hmm. who are interesting yeah. and are interested in training and are really smart at facilitating and they're creative yeah figure out things that other people in the organization need to learn and ask them to be the one to teach it. Yeah. And you'll find they can get really creative and they can help you upskill, <laughs> upskill guys. And on the technical front, I like what you said. Yes, let's uh, have the experts define that which they need to learn as the tools of their trade mm -hmm. and let them know the budget that you're working with and help them help you as a training administrator or whatever yeah. it is that you're doing to help training find the Corolla that works for them if you can't afford the Mercedes. Don't just impose a Corolla. Yeah. Don't you think? I, I absolutely agree. And I think as sort of as my parting shot, I think HR has to be cognizant that there are two types of people. There are people who actually, they love it. Every single day they'll wake up, they've signed <laughs> up to a new course. We have that guy. You look at their CV, they've done a million courses. And for them, they love it. Then you have the people on the other side who have what you call a lower learning approach, where training is, does not, is not what they read, eat, and sleep. So for these type of people, you need to show value. And I think this is where we would convert the people who believe in it's a hoax into into now people who believe that training I, is beneficial. I think we can debate this topic for like a, a whole hour because even there I disagree. Mm -hmm. 
because if we leave it up to people who like learning and those who don't like it and use that as a way not I really you really. never learn anything i'm just saying hr needs to present training to the two different people ah, differently okay because for All the right. people who love learning you don't even need to send out an email <laughs> they are the ones on your door what training is there what can i do what can okay, i do okay yeah the, like the, me like i love i love new knowledge like i've never seen a training course or anything learning related that i've ignored <laughs> yeah and then there are the people who see the email in their inbox I am high learning approach. and they look down and they're like oh my god another yeah. thing or the ones you know that friend you also always have to remind them hey by the way you need to com complete this thing <laughs> then they're the ones who completed it like as soon as it hit that, the that inbox was me. yeah so i think that no i get you yeah there's, there's different ways to mm. present training to different types of people so that it can add value and those people stop thinking it's a hoax so join in the conversation guys uh find us on twitter let us know what you think do you think l is making points here that really resonate with you do you agree with me that there are ways in which you can make training interesting or just generally your experience with training wherever you work and what it has been like for you, you know. Um, our hashtag is hanging with M and L. That is hanging with M, letter M, and L, letter L. Uh, and our Twitter handle is Mshauri Careers. <laughs> Until next episode, guys. Stay tuned. Bye.